Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you ready for two aging mid-level Hollywood celebrities who think a podcast is a good idea and who ask the eternal question to fill the hole in their soul? Did we do it? Here they are, Cajun Kevin! Five, four, three, two. I love how there's, things change, but you, that intro is gold. Never, never change that. I mean, that countdown. It's a signature. But it, isn't it Larry Sanders? It's every pot. It's it's also being the Ricardos. It's everything. Okay, wait. It's always you watch a five. Being four. the Ricardos. I did. And I loved it. You loved it. I did. Now, I was, we were just talking about it in the family room. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about what to watch. With and the, said, uh, with, and Lady with the Ricardos and, yeah. and Lady Village. I live in a village with ladies. Lady Village. There's yeah. a place that I know that's a fun place to go. Lady Village. Lady Village. Um, and um, I said, had, and I just said, had anyone seen any reviews of the, and then Cynthia said, Reviews are bullshit. Hmm. And it really, I don't know, it got stuck in my craw. And I wanted to lash up, but I didn't want to start it up. You know, I didn't want to start up. Well, reviews are bullshit if you're in something and they're bad. <laughs> but they're fantastic <laughs> if they're good. I believe the good ones. I don't. Yeah, but no, but I think it's an art form. I remember as a child, I would go and read uh, Pauline Kael books sure. of uh, sure. movie reviews. And I thought, you know what? She's people study cinema and they're informed. And of course it's subjective. Of course it's an opinion, but that's part of the fun. I would rather read like, you know, who's the best the New York Times has to offer. Yeah, Anthony and Lane in The New Yorker. He's great. You know, um, yeah, Michael I, Phillips, I, the Chicago Sun-Times, Charles McNulty, the theater critic for the LA yeah, Times. A litany of classic. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There's great uh, reviewers in Variety, Hollywood Reporter. Of course, of course they're not right. All. I mean, nobody's no. right. It's a completely subjective, but I just no. thought it was sort of a blessing. It's kind of a, for me, the reviews are a, a bit I can, of a guidepost. I love critical It's a thinking. guidepost, and I can critical get an thinking. idea of, yes. what, of what I might want to watch, yes. and I can also yes. discern, that's why I love Metacritic. It gives I you kind of a number. go like yeah. down the line, like, you know how much I love bad reviews, too. You do I like to read right. bad reviews. I, yeah. I love a mean review. What's funnier? They're well written. Speaking of bad reviews, welcome to Kyle and Kevin. Did we do it? Oh. I'm Kevin Wiseman. That's Kyle Gass. Glass. The actual Kyle Gass on Instagram. I've changed it to Glass, by the way. The actual Kyle Glass. It's at www.kyleglass. <laughs> www. That's I'm at Kevin Wiseman. You can find us at underscore did we do it underscore for all of your did we do it needs, <laughs> did we do itters. No and needs will be fulfilled. Listen, happy holidays, Kyle. This is an evergreen moment. Well, thank you, Kevin. This is an evergreen, our first and only evergreen moment. I don't even know what you're talking about. It means that we are recording this the night mm. before this episode drops. This wow. is dropping this tomorrow. Is fresh well, we could have just said it was. Right. Just I just am excited that it's evergreen. We learned that early on in our podcast. Could you days. please stop saying evergreen? All right. I'll stop. Never... <laughs> so this is part two of a conversation we had with Chet 
Hayes. No, no, no. That's not who that was. I just flew in from Jamaica, man. Yeah, no. He's, did you know he was from Jamaica? I, I did not know that. No, no. <laughs> he, uh, well, apparently that's how he sounds. He's adopted it. He's a rapper. Do you have any yeah. of his, have you downloaded any of his music? I haven't, no. Is Chet, that, yeah, no. His music is dope, man. I like Chet Baker, uh, the, uh, the great jazz. <laughs> oh, grandpa. If we could now have him really on the it. podcast. No, we had no, the great, our great friend, Colin Hanks. And we just kept talking for so long, Colin. Give it up. That I guess we had to make it into two episodes. We had to make it. Into, well, it wasn't just the conversation why? we had with him. Because we're you not and I Joe talked, Rogan. That's you and why. I talked for a while to start part <laughs> one, that? and then we brought Kyle in, and the conversation, uh, Colin in, and the conversation was so great. We rolled it on to part two, and also we like yeah. to keep our episodes under an hour, tight, tight. You're letting the you're letting the people in on the process. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? We got a lot of great response on the first one, and I think people are going to like the second. You know, we did. It doesn't bode well for my no guest strategy. Now we're mm. gonna. Um, how many more celebs do we know? I think we have like we have quite a few. Two. Let me check the board. Really? Check your Rolodex. Oh yeah, look at that. No, I've got Rolodex. one of those board with the cards on it. You know, <laughs> like you're working on your script. Yeah, I move them around. Who we okay, got? This scene, I think, would go great right after this scene. <laughs> Although Kevin, I have to say, you wrote a a great scene. Kevin and I sometimes send each other a little improvisational mm. message yeah. and what was today's it was my funeral yes i was the <laughs> rabbi you eulogized i me. did i eulogized yeah. you on my and then you returned was, the favor right the rabbi thanking you but mispronouncing but apparently your name. the rabbi was hired late he didn't yeah. quite know, really know all, all the, the people the yes. details and yeah he didn't really know the history of our friendship, or even the podcast. He mispronounced the podcast. Oh, I know. It was, Do we have it? Let's let's, let's think. Wait, hold on. Let's take a listen. No, no, that's Mick Jagger. That <laughs> Where was were my... you last night? We saw Michelle and her daughter, Brenda, at the show. I remember this. We were looking for you, Kyle. You and Jack. <laughs> Rick. Da, 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 da. Wow. Well, that's Nick great. Was I, excited. I think that was when he was in town. He was looking for you to to come to uh, the backstage area. Oh, that's Weird. that's the other. That's your. Oh, I see. That's yeah. Your... That's yeah. No, I sent you a voice memo. Uh -huh. I think uh -huh. I have. Oh, it. I have it. To play it? You got it. Hello, everybody. Please find your seats. I know there's a lot of people here. Please, Kevin would love the turnout. We would appreciate all the friends and the family. It doesn't even sound like he cares. And those in the back, if you have your VIP wristbands, please show them to Jeff Maynard. Raise your hand. He's in charge of the VIP section. Jeff Maynard, Cass. Yeah, I'd like to thank Kyle Gass for a wonderful eulogy and song and Tenacious D for playing. Oh. Kevin's favorite wow. song. Thanks, guys. That's where we know it. And wasn't he one of those? A wonder boy indeed. <laughs> I think we get the idea. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling, if you want to hear more, subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> You're going to get the whole... How much is our Patreon, by the way? Uh, we've yet to set it up, but I'm thinking... I think it's $5 a $5 year. $5 a month well but a, it, year. No, it's a year yeah that's wow. that's where we it's a great so deal that's like four if you go the whole year yeah if you go once a we month we probably don't provide as much for your patreon dollars as most people do though that's the that's the caveat 
as they say. Oh, God, you get original content like yeah, Kevin's like whole eulogy. All, <laughs> all of my voice memos that I send you will be on Patreon. Anyway, listen, happy holidays, everybody. Be safe. Watch out for the Omicron 5 tile. <laughs> and uh, enjoy this delicious talk with Colin Hanks. Anything else, Kyle? I just want to thank Colin again for doing our show. Uh, yeah. He was great. You're going to enjoy this. All right, here it is. Peace. Three. That's the magic number. Four. That's the magic number. Five. That's the magic number. Somewhere in this hip-hop soul community. Was born three makes double me, and that's a magic number. What does it all mean? Difficult preaching is posthumous pleasure. Pleasure in preaching starts in the heart. Something that stimulates the music in a measure. Measure in the music raises three parts. Yeah, you Casually know, I would see Colin over the years at various shows in the before times, although things are coming back. And I know you're you're a psycho fan of music. I mean, yeah. So now that you get to play guitar, are you jamming with anybody? Are you playing with anyone? No, I'm not really. I haven't really been doing much of that. I mean, I played like in a band in high school and in college, um, but they were, you know, laughably uh, horrible. Um, what was your band name? I love band names. In, in high, school. high school, it was um, <laughs> in high school. It was uh, we were called Pontius Pilot. Okay. <laughs> But I would like very to earnest. preface this. Very I, would, I would I would like to preface this that I did not know who Pontius Pilate was at the time. I just thought it was a cool name. Man, um, it's on all levels. And then in college, it was a band called uh, the Underlords. Oh boy, not That's with a dark. Z. It's very important. That's the, dark. There was no Z. In the under. The, I've in heard the, of Overlords. The Underlords. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was. Uh, you just turned it a little bit. Yeah, because we're from the underground of Playa del Rey. Man, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna have to steal all of your stuff. We was an underground of Playa del Rey. Uh, I have um, my my high school band name was Radical Faction, and that Radical was something that we had faction. we had read that in the paper that there's something in the UK there was a Radical Faction, and we thought that that was a cool. Uh, oh, that's, that's oh, not too bad. That's actually got a nice little uh, kind of alliteration to it. I like it. <laughs> So you love music, and is yeah. that what? Ins- and you're from Sacramento. Yes, right. From was Sacramento. there a big music scene in, in Sacramento growing up? Because there I know was, you- yeah, no, there was a there was a music scene growing uh, growing up. Uh, being a child of the '90s, uh, God, was, what a great decade though. There was a great. It was a great decade for music for sure. It really was uh, that beginning um, at least, uh, and. Um, so there was a there was a pretty pretty good music scene in Sacramento. I mean, Deftones are from Sacramento, oh, so that's got to mean something, right? Big band, yeah, yeah sure, sure. Um, and they've had a, a there were a couple of other bands that uh, that came out of Sacramento. Cake was from from Cake. Sac. Um, we're going the distance. Yes, <laughs> uh, I didn't know Cake was from the yeah the Sac, from Sac Town. Yeah, they were from uh, they were from the nine one six. So is that what inspired the the doc? Uh, All things must pass, which is about tower records yeah kind of i mean going um uh, growing up in sacramento you know you knew that tower was from there that it was originally based there and then after i left uh after i left home after i left sacramento and started like traveling around a lot it was always a nice thing to be able to see a tower records 
and be like, oh, that's like that's from my hometown. And yeah. I would I would always go into music shops anyways. Um, you know, music shops or record stores, both. But you still do though. I feel like you're the record, I do. You're a record oh, yeah, store yeah. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah, still do. Yeah. And that's uh, made a comeback. Like when you made the movie, I feel like there were no the record store wasn't as popular as it is now. For sure. You know what I mean? Like for sure. we've, we've circled back a little bit. For sure. I mean, well, I when I actually when I started the doc. Um, I mean, it took me seven years to make it, Whoa. which was wow. pretty insane. So it's a labor like, of love. It really was. So when I started, it was really bad. I mean, it had only, the stores had only shut down, like maybe they had only been closed for like two, two, three years. Um, and it took, uh, basically like documentary films and Netflix and things like that to sort of make documentaries popular and mm -hmm. more than just things that, you know, screen at a theater in New York and then a theater <laughs> in LA. And then that's sort of it. You Are know, we maybe. in the golden age of docs? I think yeah. so. They've always yeah. been there. Yeah. Always no, no, no. Because of the accessibility. Yeah. Uh, right, as Colin's right. saying, because you can go HBO yeah. Max, you can, you know, Hulu, whatever, all your streamings. Totally. I like nature documentaries. Was that right? Those I like are the always birds nice. and the things. Yeah, yeah, the birds and the bees and, and you know. It calms Kyle down. He gets a lot it of does. anxiety. He gets me to sleep. Like yeah, anything. So his anything medicine. With, it's anything his with medicine. Attenborough narrating. <laughs> sure. I actually watched that doc, the Attenborough doc. The of world. God, I mean, it's depressing and inspiring at the same He's time. He's had so many, though. Most Did recent. I, have I ever recent. told you my. Earth. It's called Earth. Do you remember, um, wait, it's called Earth? The new no. one is called Earth? No, there was I, one that was called Planet Earth, I think. There was a few years ago. It's like, no, a few years ago. It's no, like there, 10 years ago. No, no, no. There's one that he just did, and that is, go on. No, tell me about your department. dog. Well, so there was one, it was like one of the very first nature programs to like be presented in high definition. And it was like a big deal. Because Wild high, Kingdom? High no, it wasn't Wild Kingdom. But like the American version was narrated by Sigourney Weaver. Oh. And Attenborough had done the, the British version. And so we would watch the, the American version with Sigourney. And look, I love the Gourney. She's great. <laughs> Gorns is top notch in my book. Hell yeah. And she had this one line where um, she was talking about essentially a wild donkey, <laughs> but you can't call them a donkey you have to call them by their their proper names. And so there's just this, there's this line, someone can find it, I'm sure, where it's just total silence. And then all of a sudden you just hear Sigourney, word, Sigourney say the words, wild ass. <laughs> oh, and I remember watching this, I ah. burst out laughing. And then it was a whole segment about wild ass, like, you know, and essentially like mating ritual rituals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it and the sequence, you know how they have like little sequences? Yeah, the yeah, sequence yeah. ends with her saying the words, female ass is a strange creature. <laughs> oh, oh, and it is just, Man, oh, I'm sure so we can find gold. that. Carter, could you play that for could us, we? please? Yeah. Donkey. I am a donkey. What do I say? Bray, bray. I say it all day. So uh, the documentary I was referencing is called 
a life on our planet. My research department just reached out to mm. me. A life on our planet. Which is close to what you were saying, because technically you were just saying Earth. What did I say? Earth, yeah. Which is, uh, you know, that's uh, the but slang it's a, version. It's, yes. yes, life on our, on our planet, planet, Earth. Earth. <laughs> yes, I, I just it. forgot that one part. So you made the, uh, you, but was it, did you spend your own money? Did you raise money? How did you put that? We raised piece some money. We yeah. we raised some money on Kickstarter, and then we were able to raise. Wow. Yeah, um, we were sort of early adapters on that. Yeah, um, and that helped keep our movie alive for a few years. Uh, and so we sort of would we did it like piecemeal. So you know, raise some money shoot some stuff and yeah. be broke for a long time and then raise a little bit more money and shoot some stuff. And then Kickstarter really sort of like kept us alive. And then based on a lot of the stuff that we shot with the Kickstarter funds, we were able to secure finishing funds to help us actually go to Japan for the end of the film and to edit the film. So did you ever think about asking Kyle for some money? <laughs> I should have. Because like, he's very generous. Oh, man. I should know. have. And I have so much extra. You he have does. so much to give. Kyle, a well, giver. Sushi. He's always buying giving. sushi for everybody. Always Maybe I did giver. contribute on his Kickstarter. Maybe. Wait a minute. You are KG549. I saw that. You're wild ass. Five. <laughs> and that's the name of the episode. Wild ass. I love it. Uh, no, it's so a great documentary. If people, if people haven't seen it, all things must pass. And were you able to get the title, George Harrison? Did you have to go to the estate to say, hey, can we use this? I uh, did. Yes. In oh, fact, wow. um, really? I reached out to Olivia Harrison. You couldn't go titles. I thought titles were fair game. Well, domain? No. well, there is public domain. And I think there was an art. You could make an argument. We could have made an argument to use it as um, uh, a fair game only because um, it actually features prominently in, in the end of the movie, like the, the actual name of the song. Um uh, because it's one of the things that a, an employee put up on the signage when the store is closed, mm. but that doesn't, you can only play like a few seconds of it. And we wanted to like have that be essentially the score for the last like four minutes of the movie. Um, so I asked um, Olivia Harrison, um, who is um, an incredible woman. And I said, George's I, widow, George's widow. And yeah. I said, I would like to name the movie, uh, after this song, there's a very specific reason why, as you'll see. And I sent her a cut of the movie and she she loved it. And so she agreed to not only let us use uh, the title and the song, but she gave it to us at like an incredibly cheap Robin price. Hood rate. Yeah. Uh, well, I have some which good then news. forced everybody to then pay right. that same thing. So based on that, we were able to get uh, the favorite Boys, nations. Rolling Stones, like, all, yeah, like a ton of different artists. Yeah. And the, the music budget was one of the reasons why it took us so long to raise funds, not mm. because we had to raise the actual funds for the music budget, but no one wanted to touch us because they just said, you have to have amazing music and the music's going to cost too much. Right. Because it's a, the documentary is essentially about the fact that, you know, brick and mortar stores are closing, Napster's moving in, and yeah. you want to highlight, the, you know, the the music that you're referencing. But I was going to say, the good news is we have Mrs. Uh, Miss Harrison here in the green, in the waiting what? room. What? No way. Uh, Colin, thank you Putting George's. No, I got nothing. <laughs> All right, so, um, uh, it's like a recurring. Sunrise doesn't last no more.
Tune in next week for next week's episode where we find out the mystery of Kyle's brother's query about their mother's car key. All right. Listen, we're going to cut this out, but yeah, we'll cut it out. But by the way, that is a great title for the episode. Car key. You've you've had five great titles so far. I think, I think that is a brilliant runner just for every episode. When did you get to the point where you felt comfortable? <laughs> no, well, or jaded. No, I mean, tired of comfortable the whole thing. like you felt. Tired like, of show business. Well, tired of the know. circus? <laughs> what, and leave show business? <laughs> you know, like, want, uh, like was, it by, was it on Mad Men? Was it Dexter? Where did you feel like, oh, I really can, I, I really figured out kind of, I feel comfortable. I'm not feeling insecure well, about anything. That might you have know, been like, Second week of Roswell. You don't know. I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Orange County. I mean, I like, obviously, we're always kind of trying to figure it out in every job. But just um, keep going through the resume and I'll tell you which I one know. it was on. Um, I'm looking right now. I've got my people. No, 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 no. Uh, was honest, it Gene in 68? Was it? It, was, it was about 20 pages into Gene in 68. You were very good in that reading, by the way. Giovanni uh, was great. But you were really good. Giovanni was. Absolutely. He's gone on to do well. The one thing was there. I don't think he was. And the one thing I remember about Giovanni Ravisi that I've stolen from him in this reading, whenever he he had the script and whenever he was speaking to someone in the reading, he would turn his whole body and look at them and talk to them. You know, when you're doing a reading, you kind of just yeah. read it. And you kind of yeah. glance over at the actor. You he know what that is? Turn the, his, is the Scientology. Scientology? Yeah. It's a they body turn. It. It's a Scientologist yeah. body turn. Yeah, he, he, was, he was on the E-meters. And he was like, look at him. I, I think he was driving a car, but, you know, that's just because <laughs> Kyle put his two hands up like that's he was e-meter. driving in a car. Oh, that's the, you know, the, it's the E-meter. The E-meter. Well, I thought he was very really similar. I was very impressed with this kid. You know, I don't know what I will say that um, the truth of the answer is, is that you never really know. Um, yeah. And you're constantly questioning whether you are or not. And if you're not doing that, then I think something might be kind of wrong with you. Um, right. But I definitely feel uh, lately, actually, you know, on impeachment. Um, yeah, which was and, great, by the way. And yeah. thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, this uh, this new thing I'm doing now. Um, Mike Emmerich, by the way, you played Mike Emmerich, a real guy. Mike Emmerich, real dude. Emmerich, what did I say? Emmerich. You said Emmerich. Emmerich. Yeah. My God, that's my my guy. He's telling me in my ear. He said Emmerich. You you said Emmerich <laughs> like uh, like the hockey uh, announcer. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, we're not per- we're not perfect, Kyle and I. We're not perfect. No, 
No, no, no, no. None of us are. <laughs> Wait, um, so like when you were playing Mike Emick, who was a real guy, yes, who worked. Uh, well, no, I, this is all along. This is all a, a very long way of saying when I'm when I feel like I know exactly what the material calls for and yeah. it allows me to actually do the kind of stuff that I like to perform and is challenging to me. That's when I feel like I, that's when I feel like, OK, I am okay enough to be able to to do this like i feel yeah. like i i'm like yes this is this is you're what saying I it's the right you're saying it's the writing <laughs> yeah Basically. oh totally yeah, yeah pretty much um but the writing's you know, also, there it makes but, our job easier but also i'm really big on um doing trying to fill stuff uh, uh away from the writing like in between like with looks and little things that's i really love sort of doing all that stuff and so when it's the subtext you reference. Yeah, when it when yes. it's when it's jobs that allow for that, um, it's really great. But then also Life in Pieces was a that was so much fucking fun because it was just us cracking jokes at a relentless pace. And, and I was really there like any, that too. Yeah, my my little cousin, he just messaged on the uh, on the site. Uh, he's in college over at Wisconsin. What's up, Drew? He's listening. Drew Coben. He uh he loved Life in, Life in Pieces. He and his uh his college mates. Uh, so here's the what was I there noticed. any improv? Was there any improv on that? Show? Kevin's family is very involved in my career. <laughs> Kyle's well, they're family. The only pe- they're the only, only people. Only I haven't seen Life in Pieces. Mom's I'm sorry. I'm gonna put fucking keys. car keys. Like uh, Diane Weist, Kyle. You didn't see points, Diane Weist. Oh, I loved her. She was points great to Kevs. Uh, points to Kevs. Yeah, they love the you. Family love. I love um, you. There was. Love uh, you. I'll tell you this. Um, a majority of the uh, majority of this stuff was written. The first season, there was a lot of improv. Yeah. And then the second season, there was not a lot of improv. They <laughs> cut back on the improv. Really? Said, Maybe don't do so much improv. Um, yeah, act on the lines. But we would always be able to like come up with stuff on the day. Yeah. Um, that and was, pitch it. You would pitch really it fun. and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what we're going to do. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked with Mr. Billy Bob Thornton on Goliath. And oh. I... I, it was, we had quite a few scenes together. I played this whistleblower, you know, he's in the first season, he's the attorney trying to crack this, this case, the malfeasance. Crack it wide open. Crack it wide open. <laughs> and he comes to me and I'm reluctant, I'm reluctant yeah. to testify. And he has to convince me in his kind of very laconic Billy Bob, you know, uh, way. And I learned relaxation from this guy, man. I don't know how he does it. He's the most relaxed actor and it, it, probably induced one of my best performances work whatever you want to call it just because i was so he was so present and it was just really kind of a a breakthrough moment for me in just terms of like how to be present for the other actor and how that will really truly enhance your performance oh absolutely did you feel that way on fargo or absolutely no i mean there he is he is the most even keel actor i've ever met Right? Yeah, I mean, he's kind of, it, it's really strange because you almost want to describe him as one gear because there's really no difference between the way he carries himself off screen and on in terms of like energy. Yeah. But yet there's something about when he is on camera and you're in the scene that his intensity. It ratchets is, up. It ratchets up, but his, yeah. but, but the, the, his actual like mannerisms and speed somehow still stays the same yes you know it's just I mean? in the eyes the ratcheting yeah. is in the eyes he he's just has this yeah. ability to really just turn it on in a way that is really sort of effortless yeah and and that's and and 
And what is fascinating, and I, I'm sure he was probably like this on, on Goliath as well. He's not a dick. Like he's a nice guy, you know, really he's very, guy, yeah. he's very sweet. He's quiet. Um, but he's a really nice guy. And I, man, I mean, we, we had a ball just talking, you know, telling stories back and forth. And he loves um, music too. I'm sure. He yeah. We talked them. a lot about music and stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, he, he was, he was, a he was a cool. Did you cool listen guy. to his band? At all? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't actually listened to why his are you, band. Why are you laughing, Kevin? I just, I, cause I know you and, uh, <laughs> Because I know you. Because I know you. (laughs) What's the name of the band? I forget. Uh, Billy Bob and the Crusaders? No. I want to call it 30 Odd Foot of Grunt, but that's. No, that's that's uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Hold on. Let me ask my guy. Uh, 30 Odd Feet of Grunt. He did say to me. It's not Dog Star. It's not Pontius Pilate. (laughs) Not the Underlords. Uh, Uh, It's called Billy Bob Thornton and the Boxmasters. The box, oh, yeah, the yeah. box masters. He did tell me this funny story column where not a funny story, but he told me a story kind of, you know, like in, in the vein of what you were saying. It was in between takes and we were shooting out in the valley. It was my character's house, little kind of mid 50s house. And we're looking at a like a really nice house, like one of those McMansions across the street yeah. that they built. And he's looking at me he's smoking his cigarette. We're just kind of standing there. You know, Kevin, uh, when I was growing up, man, we were real poor. And I would look at those houses like that. And I always wonder, like, what's inside? What's inside those houses, you know? Man, I would always wonder. And then we always get paused and I, I I looked at him. I was like, Well, now you know. He said, Goddamn, <laughs> you're goddamn right, I do. <laughs> and that was it. I was like, fuck, I just had a great moment with Billy. I'm like, uh, I had a good moment with Billy. I had a good yeah. moment. He's he's so, a great he's dying. great. I I I love Billy Bob. He's a good guy. So what is the thing you're working on now you were referencing? The thing I'm working on now, I'm uh doing uh a mini series, I guess you could call it. Uh, it's one season, whatever those are called now. Like Roots, or <laughs> definitely not like Roots. No, what I'm saying that was the original. What was the other one? <laughs> the original mini series. Yeah, Roots was. Yeah, I think that Roots, was the OG. It's Roots too. Was the other uh, one. There was another big one too, but in the South, something. Uh, rich man, poor man, or uh, North South uh, with Pat Swayze and yeah. Pat. <laughs> Pat Swayze. Hey, remember that? Pat's. Yeah. I remember. I made a movie with Pat. Lonesome Swayze. Dove. Uh, Lonesome no one Dove. Him uh, Pat Swayze. What was the movie you did with Pat Swayze? Eleven fourteen. Oh. Weren't you also in that? I was not. I wish <laughs> you weren't. I was in Gene in '68. Did you see that? I know. Never was made. Eleven uh, fourteen. You must have been a kid, right? Or yeah, after, was it after yeah, yeah. Or it was after Roswell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, it was actually just a couple of years. I think it was like 2001, 2002. Give I'm us sorry. one quick Pat story. My Who people didn't tell me about that. There's going to be some heads that are going to roll about the, uh, of, uh, in about my the opinion, roster. In my opinion, criminally underseen film. Overlooked. Underseen. Wow. I mean, a good Whatever movie. Right. Not anymore. So Not those did, we, you're going to get at least podcast. 300 people that list, that watch it now. The I'll, numbers I'll be happy ahead. if it's three. 1114. 1114, 1114, everybody. And that's the name of the episode. 1114. <laughs> 1114. <laughs> um, like the thing I'm doing now is a 10-episode uh, limited Limited. Limited, series. yes. Oh, there call you go. a mini-series. Yeah. Oh, God, that limited. was a long journey to get limited. to that. <laughs> a yeah. limited uh, series about the making of The Godfather for wow. uh, Paramount+. That's, Plus. That's, that's going to be Who are you playing? Are you playing cool. Tom Hagen? I play the one totally made-up guy. Oh. I'm totally made up. I'm totally fictional character. 
I, what, I play what, can you like say an who? amalgamation of everyone who did not want to make the Godfather. So I'm like, yeah, studio. I'm, yeah, I'm the bad guy. I am mm. the I am the guy that uh, tries to. You're the evil studio exec that wants to put the kibosh on the. Godfather. Not even a studio exec. I'm the evil Gulf and Western money guy wow. who uh, wants to uh, wants to not make the Godfather. Does it so seem like 70s. you're getting, yeah, you're getting more of those parts as you progress. You're getting yeah, more it's like, uh, yeah, it gets you're a, heavy, evil with heavy. a smile, as yeah. uh, as Dexter Fletcher called it. He's like, I want you to play this role. You get to be evil with a smile. <laughs> nice. So, right, and how do, how's it go? How where are you guys in the process? We are just now wrapping up our fourth block of shooting two episodes per block so we're we're about to um, so we're about to finish we have two you have to have all to the uh you have to have like marlin and all the guys yeah yeah, yeah. Oh they, it's, but wasn't um, army hammer gonna play that he Mar- was there was Marlon a brando? period where he, not brando he was gonna oh. i think he was gonna be uh uh, uh robert evans oh robert evans um Kyle, you should have done the Brando. Let's hear a little of your... <laughs> Kyle's would a really been, good Brando. would have been good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I mean, they had to... Uh, there were a bunch of sequences where they had to, like, hire people to play, like, Pacino and... Oh and man, Brando and all this stuff. It's 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 crazy because like they're more in the background, the actors. It's more about no, the they're in scenes. it. They're, no, okay. I mean they're definitely in it. I mean it's definitely behind the scenes. It it's funny because so many uh, you know th- that movie is so incredible and it's been really interesting because they tell people like oh yeah it's about the making of the Godfather and everyone sort of like lights up. They go like oh wow yeah, that yeah, that sounds course. really cool. It's yeah. my password question in my bank. Like what's your favorite movie? Godfather and <laughs> God. And which is the Sorry. name of this episode? Oh God, I gotta change it. I gotta change <laughs> the name it. of this episode. Break into my bank. Um, my bank. But what uh, what I I think that is super interesting is that it it actually shows like how many like hundreds of miracles it takes mm-hmm. to make a movie. Yeah. yeah. And it's 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 cool because like you know that they eventually shoot at this location. Cause it's an iconic location, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the racetrack or, wherever but yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it goes into the nightmare. It was to secure that location wow. and like all uh, the leaps and bounds and hoops that you got to go through in order to, to do all that stuff. And there's, um, do they show the casting? Sorry yeah. To interrupt. They oh show yeah. No, 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 no. They show the casting yeah. and, and who they wanted to cast and, you know, them not wanting to cast Brando and, or Pacino, uh, really, yeah. or Pacino. And oh, yeah. they didn't want to cast Brando. Huh? No, that- they didn't want to cast either one of those two. Um, and that's that led to they do the scene, the legendary story where Coppola goes to the house and he puts the cotton balls in, in the, yeah. the slick and he comes down the stairs. And yeah, yeah. They, he, they, becomes they, the he, he makes basically like a home movie of the Godfather of Brando sort of pitching his idea. Um, so cool. So it's and yeah, do they it's also cool. reference the the fact that it was really dark? I remember reading that too. Like yes, the yeah, rushes yeah. come back and they're like, "It's so dark, we can't see this." <laughs> oh, yeah. it's so dark. No, it's you know? it's all of it that stuff. Dark. Like apparently, <laughs> know, like right? they have all episodes. of the con- all the conversations about like that first scene was about how dark it was and how the only thing you could hear in everyone's microphone was the cat that the cat. Brando <laughs> insisted on on holding. Oh my god! Um, but so it's like all of it? these. It's this collection of all of these really like small stories like that. But then 
you know, there's this whole other history to how that thing got made that no one really knows about that yeah. are that that all involve like actual mobsters and and, oh, and wow. politics and and all sorts of stuff. So mobster financed or cool. is that what you not mean? financed? No, not not financed, but just the you know, there were so many people that there were so many people that did not want that thing to be made. Uh, Frank oh, Sinatra, right, right. chief among them. Um, and you know. And, and and quite a few of uh, a lot of the mobsters didn't want to because everyone just assumed that it was going to be this thing that was going to be you know, super, yeah yeah just not uh, not paint Italians in a good light um, and and just be you know a mobster movie um, and yeah they didn't like the, the use of the word mafia right yeah 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 they and they just that. thought that it was just going to be you know just just bad uh, yeah. and um, you know, the thing that I think is is actually kind of cool that the show show that the the limited series gets <laughs> into is that, you know, they went in very specifically trying to not make a mafia movie. And, you know, I mean, everybody knows how the movie came out, obviously, but it's kind of fascinating to see how many people were up in arms about it before they'd even seen it and just how big, you know, of an issue it was. So, and he was almost, I mean, like Coppola was fired, like actually physically fired. And then right. Like in one day and then, or there was about to be fired. I mean, there was, well, it was like, he was, he was hired and then he wasn't hired. And it was just like all of those, those kinds of things. Um, It's yeah, it's crazy. You know, a lot of people are going to be watching that one. Hope so. Uh, and then who ended up playing Bob Evans? And are they still mm. looking? Because I can do a little. Pop. Matthew Matthew Good is oh, Matthew Good. Bob Evans. He's, he's a great and actor. He yeah. is so so great. Yeah, he's really he's good. He's English. So good. One, another yeah. English actor. Oh, he was in Downton he's Abbey. Good. He's so he was good. In, yeah, he was yeah. good. Downton Abbey. Lady Mary's uh, new Mr. Pamuk. No, I have no idea. Not Mr. Pamuk. He wasn't no. Mr. Pamuk. He <laughs> was not Lady Mr. Mary, Pamuk. Lady Mary, uh, he's a photographer. <clears throat> he's, he's the photographer, yeah. He's like I, the cool uh, photographer of the time. I, Very, keep, I keep threatening uh, Matthew, telling him that I, I just want to play him Bob Odenkirk playing God from Mr. Show, which is basically his imitation of Robert Evans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Was like, yeah. Did I do the right thing? Not uh, in your life. Would I do it again? In a heartbeat. heartbeat. Yeah. Was it the wrong thing to do? Absolutely. Uh, uh, I just keep wanting to like show he, him horrible Robert Evans <laughs> imitations. I wonder if he read that uh, the book about the making of Chinatown that I just listened to the audiobook. Kyle and I talked about it. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it's really good. And it basically highlights Nicholson, Evans, and Town. Their three stories and how the movie came to be, you know, the best script in the history of movie making, basically. I'm going to pitch that as the next limited series for Paramount Plus just as wow. soon as I finish The Godfather. You should. Listen, I will. There's play. actually Listen, a, there's All actually right, a scene. I'll play Jack. Listen, there's tell him send this tape over, Colin, of me there, doing. There's a scene all about you know them trying to like come up with what are they going to make after The Godfather, and Robert Evans pitches uh, Chinatown. Yeah, and everyone goes, "It's a movie about water." No, <laughs> next. <laughs> the, well, yeah, no, it's about basically. I mean, how the it was water wars. Yeah, it's water. That, in Los yeah. Angeles, and, and it doesn't even. And that, the other thing was is that it's dig like, it. It doesn't even take place 
the only time we see Chinatown is in the last frame of the movie. The, the forget <laughs> it, Jake. It's Chinatown. It's not even a movie about Chinatown. No, it's not. No, we never see Chinatown. And forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Makes zero sense. Makes zero sense. And by the way, the 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 Faye Dunaway's house is is on Bronson, like close to me. I don't want to say where I exactly I live for all the psycho did we do it fans. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's very close. Yeah. Uh, I figured it could out have it very well just ended like, forget it, Jake. It's Playa del Rey. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just where they just happen to be. How about forget it, Jake? It's Encino. For, forget it, Jake. It's Cheviot Hills. <laughs> uh, where does that come out? On April. April on the Paramount Plus oh, Paramount streaming Plus. Oh, platform. Oh, no. I have to have another password now? Yeah. Oh, Dude, Paramount Plus is all the rage because you got the I Kevin can't. Costner show. That's a big show. That yeah. is not on Paramount Plus. Oh, sorry. That's a oh. whole other podcast. Wait, what? About Yellowstone? What? Yeah, what's not? It's on was, Peacock. That's a whole thing. Wasn't it originally on Paramount Plus? Yeah, it's made by Paramount. It's the, it's their show, but they but it's sold, not on they Paramount sold it Plus. To Peacock before they had Paramount. Can't Plus they just put it all on like Apple? I've already fallen asleep because oh. it's so boring. <laughs> well, listen, everybody... not this, not not Yellowstone. I want to be <laughs> no, very clear. Just the podcast. No, and not the podcast. <laughs> not the podcast. I'm just talking. Me about or Kyle is the reasons why. <laughs> Yellowstone is not on Paramount Plus, yeah. but it was. But I feel like Peacock the is rights free, were sold though. to Peacock, and now you Peacock? gotta watch Peacock for free. But it still has ads. So is it free? No, no it because you still ads, stuck watching still all the commercials. All right, oh, listen. Fall asleep. Unfortunately, I won't be watching the the Godfather movie. I don't want another. No, I'll, can I, I get it two weeks? It's free. You get it. You get it for a can month. Can I get for two free, weeks? For, yeah. Yeah. That's Dude, like, guys, I'll give you my I'll, I'll give you my password. Wait a minute. Did <laughs> we do it or is you heard I it? I think here that's first. an FBI. Will give everybody his password. How many people can watch it though before it shuts down? I say seven. <laughs> that's your that's your number. And I think Netflix was trying them? to shut that down. Like there was we'll a refer thing to there. them as the magnificent seven. <laughs> oh man. Who who plays Coppola? We, what's the actor's name? Uh, Is he like a little? Uh, I don't know. I, I'll be honest. I don't know who plays Coppola. I, I you don't have. Any I didn't senior? work that day. Right, 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 right. Um, no, this is honestly. There are so many people in this show that I have lost track of of Who's everyone here? who is in it. Um, the wardrobe fitting must have been fun though, putting on all the old clothes. Yeah, Giovanni Ribisi is in it. Miles Teller is in it. Um, Gio? Gio? Is he Gio, doing the special Gio. acting? Is he? I. He's been doing some special <laughs> acting. Uh, he, he gained a lot of weight. He gained like 40 pounds. Um, for the role or just in general? For the role, yeah. He's oh, who's playing, he playing? He's playing a Joe Colombo. He's playing a mobster. Oh, he's fucking way. awesome. He's so he's incredible. He's a good um, actor. Yeah. God, it's hard to get the weight off. Have uh, you have you have you had to do that? Have you put on like or lost weight for a role? No. Well, yeah. Okay. Actually. All right. One last story, guys. Yes. Hello. Didn't you Please. see King Kong? One last story. <laughs> that was where I gained it. Yeah. Yeah. I spent so much time eating and drinking like a hobbit down in New Zealand. You were a young I, guy. Hey, I, high I was young. Metabolism. High metabolism. I was young. I had high metabolism. So I said, <laughs> and I came back to LA and I was definitely on the tubbier side. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was doing a small, very, very, yeah. very micro budgety movie. Um, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. I'm going to just keep all of this like pudgy weight on 
And, uh, you know, and it's for the role. Like that was my, my thinking. Mm. And one day, uh, my dad said, Hey, uh, I want to, when you have time, I want to talk to you about something. And it was Uh-oh. very awkward for him to say that. Cause he never yeah. does anything like that. So I honestly <laughs> thought I was like, Oh my God, I'm like, I'm almost 30. Is my dad like going to yell at me for something? Like, am I, yeah. I'm a fucking adult, but am I about to get well, in trouble? No. And, uh, he goes, look, I want to talk to you and uh, you know, you can take this advice or not, but, um, you're looking kind of tubby. You need to lose some weight. Wow. Um, cause it's Fat not going to, it's, it's not, it's not going to help with, um, with, uh, with your work, with your roles. And, and he said, he said straight up, he's like, I'm only saying that at, because that's what his experience was. Right, yeah. He's like, that's what right. my experience somebody, was somebody when I was younger, when he was younger. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I know. I know. Trust me. I know. But you know, I'm actually doing this, you know, it's, movie. For, a, it's for a role. Dad. It's, for it's for a role. Yeah. It's fine. You know? And then, you know, I know I gotta, I, you know, gotta, gotta drop some LBs. And he said, okay. Um, question. Uh, do they see you skinny in that movie or, or are you just like this weight, the whole movie? And I said, Good question. And wow. I said, no, wow. I'm, 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 I'm that I'm this weight, the whole movie. He says, okay, no one's going to notice and no one's going to care. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? He goes, it's, you're going to be, it's like the guy from, uh, from, uh, 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 full metal jacket. Yeah. Amazingly talented actor gained weight to play pile, you yeah. know, like, you know, I mean, it's Vincent D'Onofrio. The guy's a genius. Vincent, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He, he, he was gained, very heavy you know, in that. Yeah. He gained all this weight for it. And then the people movie comes out and it, guy, people yeah. just thought he was a fat guy. Yeah. You know? yeah and he's yeah. like, they only applaud you for, for uh, losing weight. They don't applaud you for gaining. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and if they don't see you skinny, they just going to call you fat. Wow. <laughs> or in my case, tubby and mm. true to form. Uh, that was a very, it was a not, it was not a, 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 a not a great movie The um, but it was not seen by a lot of well, people, but there was, was the movie? one until review. now. What's the movie? Um, uh, the movie was called password password. No, okay. I'm kidding. It was not oh. called password. It was called, um, I just wanted that to be the new password for, um, for Kyle's Paramount oh, plus thank you. Um, password is password. No, it was called, uh, alone with her. It was, it, we were trying to do something different and I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know if it really worked or not. It's not for me to judge, but, um, there was one review and, um, that uh-huh. I remember reading and it was Colin Hanks looking a little tubby. Oh, <laughs> plays Doug. And I just went, Doug was supposed was right. to be tubby. Motherfucker Doug was, was right. Right. Cause was, you weren't playing a guy that was a historical figure that people knew was heavier it was just a guy named doug so it was just a it's just a psychopath named doug yeah so he didn't necessarily have to be one way or the other does your dad did you over the years was your dad reluctant to give you any other acting advice or was that the only advice was don't that was the only one that he like gave like straight up without telling me like well without like you know being asked like hey do you have any he gave you like karate kid like wax on Sort of like you see <laughs> now and again, he'll give me some advice or I'll ask for it just in terms of like how to stay sane. Yeah. <laughs> and what does he say? Oh, uh, uh, I'm not fucking telling Tell you. Oh, not on this one. You're sane. fine. You're good. You're sane. I, I feel all right. Well, Kyle yeah. makes me a little crazy. I mean, but... both of your guys' beards indicate that you guys totally got it together. <laughs> It's a podcast. It's a podcast. I know, dude. For those uh, for those using their mind eyes at home, (laughs) 
Kyle and Kevin Kyle has have a tremendous Claus. beards. It is a little. I, I think I have my light on too bright too. So it's really highlighting my beard. Tremendous um, beards. I have a special special light in case we. We're not going to use any video anyway, though. It's just mainly for you guys. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. This is a fantastic time hang with this you. This was a great um, hang. Kyle, do you have any parting words for our young our young actor who just turned 44? Well, we've learned a lot through the Rollins interview inside the actor's studio. I guess I'd like to end with the famous uh, what's the test? Bernard Pivot. What's your Bernard Pivot? <laughs> curse word, Colin. Uh, my favorite curse word is uh, cocksucker. If heaven is a place, what do you? What's what, I don't know. Uh, what do you want them to say? If heaven, if heaven exists, <laughs> heaven exists. what would you like to hear <laughs> as you walk gate. through the pearly, pearly gates? gates. <laughs> hey, got a light? Hey. <laughs> and then, what is the sound you like most? I think that would be the last one. And what's the song that you like the most? Sound, sound. Uh, music. Right. Yeah. I dig the, music. In the end of the day, to quote the, uh, Kyle's yeah. film, uh, Almost Famous. Check it out. Oh. He's in the DVD. Yes. I thought it was the bootleg your, cut. Oh, the bootleg, bootleg cut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost Famous. You didn't make it into the. Would you make it in the director's cut or just? Yeah. The, yeah. Finally. The bootleg cut. Finally. Oh. The cut. I see. Can I tell? This is just for us now. This doesn't have to be on okay. the podcast, or maybe it can be. Right. I remember. Last I, story. I love that movie. And I bought the bootleg cut. And when I put the DVD in my DVD player, it did this weird thing where it just started playing, not the movie, but like some of the um, deleted the scenes? extras. Yeah, extras. it just started <laughs> yeah. playing extras. Yeah. And the first thing the first that thing I see the rehearsal is Kyle rehearsing and it's just Kyle smoking a joint. And I'm like, this is not... Wait, oh my I, god! I was like, "Wait, I didn't. Sh- this is not. Did I leave something in the DVD? Like, I honestly thought like it was something that I had put like that I that was mine. I yeah. I didn't even put together like that. I had yeah, no. I had put the DVD in the tray and pressed play. Oh it was god. this very weird chances. moment of just like, what the where 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 is the movie? And then within a few seconds, Jason Lee's there, and I'm like, "Oh, okay. There, this is they're rehearsing. I see." Yeah, um, and here I have one other bone of last bit of contention, and then we're gonna jet out of here. I can't believe Colin was in Pick a Destiny, and again, I fucking wasn't. Oh, it's a bone of contention for me. Oh, I yeah. wish I was in it, but you made the, it in, dude. You were great. You were good. Let's do bone it. of contention is also the, the name of this episode. This episode, <laughs> bone of contention. You were great as the, you know, the frat, the frat guy, and everything. Still, one of the best jokes in that movie is Kyle singing that song by himself. <laughs> What so? What song was it? History. I just sang it, my part. It was just your part. Just, that's yeah. right. That's right. That I I remember <laughs> laughing so fucking hard at that. Being uh, a super fan, as yeah, I've yeah, I've yeah, always yeah. been. I've yeah. and Me I've too, told by you the way. this. Me too. Colin. Always been a super fan. Yeah. Um. The idea of like 
hearing that song that I've heard a million times, but only hearing <laughs> one side of it is, oh God, that was the perfect yeah. job. Well, haven't you heard Kyle's Instagram? He sings all the songs, just him. Dems and Rasta confused. Him not know what he do. Dems and Silasi is lost. But only Jaja have the last laugh, yeah. So Rasta don't get foolish. Deleted it at all. You deleted it all. Yeah, yeah. I deleted it. Wow. It's crazy because, like, in some ways, I, I mean, it's so I don't know about shit. Like, honestly, like, there's a ton of shit I don't know about. Like, people say something, I'm like, wait, what the fuck is that? They're like, oh my god, have you not heard? And I'm like, no idea what you're talking about. Have you don't know about COVID? Island boys. But at the same time. I'm totally okay with that because it turns yeah. out all that shit just eats up bandwidth that, quite frankly, I, <laughs> I don't have much eating. of. Yeah, I yeah, need, yeah. You know, I need for other shit. So, and you don't need it for your 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 you know this whole thing yeah, about man, like you don't need it. No, you don't. Well, I'm saying, but like people that are starting out and you hear these horror stories of like cast directors asking them. I mean, it doesn't apply to us, but like some young kid, like, oh, how many Instagram followers do you have? I'm like, is that really contingent on them no. getting a do, job, fucking job? I'll be honest, though. Yes. It is. You've had that, that. Is the No, that is the fucked up thing. There was stuff. Um, we came up with this a lot, uh, came up against this a lot on um, on Life in Pieces, where they would be like, we need to have guest stars. We need to have guest stars. And it's like, guys, you already have like a cast of 12 actors. Like yeah, great what, actors. Yeah. What guest star are you going <laughs> to yeah. get that is going to get more people to tune in? Yeah. And they were like. Justin uh, Bieber. And then it turned out they ended up going to like YouTube people. Right. Um, and that helped. I, well, I don't know. Maybe it didn't help because the show got canceled eventually. But like it boosted the numbers. It, it did come down to these people have big YouTube followers or Instagram followers or that actress has a bunch of Instagram followers and they'd like right. make us post and I remember you were very active with the uh, the posting during that show, but I know it's because you wanted that you wanted people to watch it. Yeah, because I wanted valid, and that's valid. And so that that I I I I I got what was not what I was not prepared for was after starting the kerchief thing, realizing just how dependent the company actually is on. Yeah, no one's going to a web website anymore. They're going to the Instagram, and that's kind of www. When you realize that literally Facebook is like the yeah. only way for your company to exist yeah. uh, or to well, listen, like- listen, I appreciate everything you're saying and I applaud you, but if you could just post about this episode, <laughs> you could start a new account. Just a minute. Just, just, just one episode, just one last, one <laughs> last circle back. I'll do it. In your story, in your story. It's not a big deal, the story. And if you could just create a TikTok, that would be great. <laughs> Anyone I, over 30 does not should not have a TikTok <laughs> or be on TikTok or look at TikTok. Yeah, but, but like Anthony Hopkins is on TikTok. You well, know there you go. Mean, the great Anthony. Well, you're always going to find an example or an yeah. exception. Yeah. yeah. Well, but like, you know. Sometimes that exception is like, well, George Takai is on TikTok. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> George Takai's got a company that does that for him. Right, Sulu, right, right, right. Sulu ain't engaging on TikTok. <laughs> I think Matthew McConaughey has a TikTok, especially if he was going to run for governor, he'd be TikToking. He does. He's got. Yeah. A t- Did you read his book, by the way? Uh, no. Good. Don't read his book. But listen oh. to the uh, the uh, audio book. Audio book. It's fucking delightful. 
Yeah, I, I actually do enjoy it listening is? to him speak. McConkie. Oh, yeah. McConkie. I really liked the uh, Cal Penn audiobook, by the way. Uh, Ooh, you can't I be serious. You can't be serious. Yeah, it's uh, it talks about kind of his path in acting and then politics. You know, he worked for Obama and also the kind of systemic racism in Hollywood. I hear you know, Colin he talks about playing it, yeah. us out, Kev. I hear Colin right, playing us out. out. That's it. We did it. We did give us it. a last. Give us Colin, a song. Give us a play you. out. So. It was a pleasure, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you, Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks. Thank you, Kyle Gass. Thank you to the Did We Do Itters. And we'll see you next time. Can't Wait. find the chord to end it on. Cage left, anyways. Cage <laughs> Love you. just. <laughs> he just bent. That's what he does. Peace out. Uh, <laughs> this was so much fun, man. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for coming to Did We Do It? Did We Do It? Kyle's and Kevin gonna shoot the shit. Put something down. Did we do it? Kevin and Cage coming your way. That's what they always do. Good night, everybody. Please like and subscribe. Please like and subscribe. It will really help me. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube